Thank you for joining us for the Grace Abounds podcast. Today we will be joining John Lanier as we survey the scriptures, pulling out themes as the Lord leads. We pray that you are blessed and encouraged as you grow in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Grace Abounds podcast. We're in Acts 15 and we're looking at... um, an episode that I have entitled Decisions and Disagreements in the Church. And so we're going to be finishing the end of chapter 15. Um, I thank you for joining me. I appreciate that you've taken time out of your day to uh, just lean into the things that God has for you and uh, to pursue the Lord with everything that you have. And it's, it's really, it is worth it. We've been having a lot of things going on in our lives that have kind of kept me from being able to to even record the uh, the podcast for a few weeks. So uh, please forgive me for uh, just the, you know, having taken some time to take care of some things with my family. But... Um, uh, prayers would be appreciated as we've been going through some some sickness and some different things in our house, especially as the weather has changed. And but you know, it's been uh, it's been good. Been um, just wait on God with the um, things going on in life and the season that we're in. And uh, yeah, it just seems like uh, we just need God's wisdom as we look at to the next season of life and ministry and to see what the Lord has. But it's exciting. It's exciting to see what God has and um, whatever he calls us to is, is going to be amazing. But uh, getting back to Acts 15, uh, the church was making some interesting decisions about the direction that they were going to go in regards to are, are we going to have Gentiles that are being saved have to be circumcised and follow the customs of Moses, the laws of Moses. Or, as one from the other side, Paul and Barnabas were proposing that they are called to come in by grace through faith. And and that's a lot of the New Testament writing deals with these issues that were happening in the church over these... Um, these decisions that need to be made. And so they're they're having this meeting and they come to the agreement that the Gentiles that are turning to the Lord um, will have them just abstain from things polluted by idols, from sexual morality, and from things strangled and from blood. Um, and so it, it, it's an interesting thing to watch how the uh, New Testament leaders um, had to navigate through this and thank God they fought for the gospel of grace um, and not making the Gentiles come under a heavy burden of laws and regulations because Jesus accomplished everything for us and uh, he took the burden of the law that was upon us and he fulfilled everything giving us access to the throne of God into an open heaven through grace and faith. So picking up in verse 22, because the, the conversation continues, um, then it pleased the apostles and the elders with the whole church 
to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was also named Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brethren. They wrote this letter by them. So they're going to send a letter to Antioch, the, the Gentile church. Kind of That was the main hub of where uh, mission and church planting came out of. So this is the letter. This is what it read. To the brethren who are the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, greetings. Since we heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words unsettling your soul, saying you must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment, it seemed good to us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who also report the same things by the word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us, to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you may abstain from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. And if you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. Um, Something I want to point out, because we're talking about decisions, tough decisions that were being made, and how those decisions are being made was very interesting, and I think very... um, helpful for us when we're trying to decide on how the Lord is leading us in our lives, how the Lord is leading the church. And so um, there's a there's a, a saying here in this letter is, is I'm trying to point it out here. It says, it talks about, and it seemed good to us and to the Holy Spirit. And I, and I think that's a really good filter in which to decipher what the will of God is uh, for our lives in the church. So you take what is being said or the thing that is needing to be decided upon and you pray about it, you seek the Lord, you have conversation with other believers, you have you know um, a group of people around you that you can trust, that love Jesus, that are trying to seek the Lord. You pray together, you seek God, you seek his counsel, you go to his word, and you decide on something as it seemed good to us and the Holy Spirit. There's a confirmation among other godly people, and there's a confirmation that the Holy Spirit brings into the circumstance and the situation to help the church make these decisions. Because a lot of times it's difficult to see what direction we need to go we need to go and what needs to be done in a certain circumstance and we need other godly people around us to pray with us to seek counsel to go after the lord together so that that confirmation can come and then the power of the holy spirit the spirit of god comes into that circumstance and speaks to us and we've seen that before even when paul was sent out on his first missionary journey, the Holy Spirit told told him to separate him and Barnabas for the work that he, the Holy Spirit, wanted done. And, and that's so super important because the Holy Spirit is the one driving this process, not us. It's not for us to make these decisions on our own. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us, 
direct us. The Holy Spirit has a will for what he wants. And it's important for us to lean into that, to push aside all the other voices so that we can make these decisions that are tough. And and this goes for even those daily decisions that can be difficult to decipher what the will of God is. To listen for the Lord and to pause and take those moments to seek out his counsel and say, God, what is it that you have? I really desire to know what your will is in this circumstance, in this situation. I want to be in the place that you want me to be at any given moment. And that's not to say that we're not going to um, make a bad decision every once in a while. That's part of the process. That's part of Christianity is we're seeking God and we take a step of faith. And and sometimes it doesn't go the way that we, we thought or the way that maybe the Lord had for us. But yet we get back up and we, again, seek the Lord and... And, and say it seemed good to us and to the Holy Spirit. And it seemed good in the counsel of godly people. And so this is this was part of the decision-making process. Now, in verse 30, it talks about, So when they were sent off, they came to Antioch. And when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. And when they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement Now Judas and Silas themselves, being prophets also, exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. So what an incredible thing. So they share this letter there's great encouragement because remember the the church was a little bit uh, um, in disarray because of the burden that was being placed on them as Gentiles to come under the Mosaic customs of uh, circumcision and all these other things that they had set up. There were people saying that, speaking that into the lives of the church. And so the people were a little um, confused by the circumstances. And so this word that comes is a great encouragement to them because it had been saturated in prayer. It had been covered by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had directed and guided and moved these people in this direction and said it's a gospel of grace that continue in the grace of God. Continue living your lives by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ Don't be unsettled by what you're hearing. And they have all these people, uh, men of God, speaking into their lives. Judas and Silas and Paul and Barnabas. All these men saying, let's go for it. Let's do the right thing. And what a team. Think about that. What a team Paul and Barnabas were. They had been together for several years, planting churches and, and encouraging the body and teaching people the ways of the Lord, discipling and baptizing and just encouraging the church and building the church so that people can be saved and lives can be transformed. All these incredible and wonderful things that Paul and Barnabas were doing. And 
in the excitement of all of that, and they're watching the church be blessed by the presence of God. In the midst of all of that, Paul goes to Barnabas and he says, after some days, in verse 36, let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now, Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark. So Paul and Barnabas, Paul's like, hey, let's go back. Let's take another missionary journey. Let's um, go back around to these churches that we planted and let's make sure that they're doing well and the leadership is encouraged. And I, I, that's a wonderful ministry. And someday I hope to um, be able to do that, just to be a part of a, uh, be an encouraging ministry, go around and, and uh, just help leaders to make sure that they're safe and cared for and other Christians to be able to be cared for. But um, it's interesting that Barnabas wants to take John Mark. But it says in verse 38, Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. So here is an interesting thing because it says in verse 39 that the contention became so sharp. Paul wanting to go, Barnabas wanting to take John Mark, and Paul saying, no, John Mark left us. And we don't know, and there's some speculation of church history, what happened there. We don't know. What we do know is that John Mark, uh, he, he peaced out when Paul and Barnabas were in the mission field. And Paul didn't take too well to that. But Barnabas was like, no, let's bring it. Bar remember, Barnabas is a bridge builder. He wants to uh, continually work to bring unity in the church, to bring peace among brothers. But Paul thought that that might be a, um, for whatever reason, maybe a distraction to their work as they go out. But it, it became a contention. It became a disagreement. Um, and so sharp that this beautiful team that Paul had built with him and Barnabas had parted from one another. And so Barnabas took took Mark and sailed to Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. So Paul did what he was going to do, regardless if Barnabas came with him. Now, um, I've spent pretty much a good portion of my life in the church, and I've heard this passage preached thousands of times. And I, I would say for the most part, uh, most pastors that have taught on this passage take Paul's side and say, yes, Paul was right. And, you know, Barnabas was wrong for trying to, you know, bring John Mark. It just, it didn't make any sense. And I'm, I'm going to say this. I think that there will always be disagreements among leaders in the church on a non-essential issue. This is not like they're trying to come to an agreement. They just came to an agreement on the grace of God. That was a that was an essential truth they believed in together. Paul and Barnabas agreed that it's by grace we're saved through faith, that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. It's not by works, lest anyone can boast. No disagreement there. But when it came to who they were going to take with them into this missionary trip, Paul and Barnabas did not agree. 
and they parted ways. And I think there's a lesson to be learned in this. There's probably several. And one of the biggies for me is that there will always be disagreements on non-essentials. But love should always win the day. And that love should be what binds us together. The love of Christ. Because we do see later on from the Bible and church history that Paul looked at John Mark in a different way. He said he was helpful to him in ministry. And of course he and Barnabas would later on, you know, make make amends and, and work together. And it's so important that we not, um, even if it's for a short time that we depart from one another, that we not hold a grudge or have bitterness over a disagreement. But that we learn to hold these things open-handedly and say, all right, maybe we're going different directions here, but I still love you. I still have concern for you. I still have, I care for you. I want your best. Um, I, I hope that you prosper and you succeed in what you do. I hope that the Lord is with you in everything that you do because at the end of the day, it's about seeing lives transformed, lives saved, lives renewed, lives discipled in Jesus Christ. We have a very small amount of time and we don't need to be um, arguing and being bitter over a decision that's made. Now, I, I think in, in the midst of all of that, if you can look at it that way, it will save you from a lifetime of bitterness that keeps you from your calling and what God has for you. Because I think oftentimes in the church, from what I've seen, is we always want to find who is right. Well, who is right in this and who's wrong? And I don't think it's always that black and white. I think sometimes that God may be calling us to a different path, a different course, a different a different journey. Just like in these circumstances, Paul and Barnabas went their separate ways. Paul took Silas. Silas was the perfect person for the calling that he was going to have. And we'll see later on as we get into chapter 16, Silas's gift set was a little bit different than, than Barnabas. And so... We can't always say, well, who was right, who was wrong. Regardless of that, both men of, of God, Barnabas and Paul, were used greatly. And even in the middle of a contention, they could go their separate ways and be useful for the kingdom and useful for God. But not if they would have held on to some sort of hurt because I know some of you might be listening to this and you're holding on to past hurt and that hurt is keeping you from a future of usefulness for the Lord and a future of growing in your understanding of Christ and his his purposes for your life and growing in the love that he has for you I say that from personal experience because I myself am going through a season of God working on my heart to try and prepare me for all the things that he has. And I've 
admittedly to you and to God, and I've been working through it, have stunted my own growth because of past contentions and disagreements and frustrations. And I want to grow from that. I, I don't want to be stuck in a place where I can't move on because I haven't grown up in Christ and, and be able to look at be able to look at those people that I've had disagreements with and say I hope the best for them in the future and that God works in their life to bring them to a place of growth and usefulness for the kingdom so I, I just hope that this episode has been a blessing to you I know it has to me there's going to be decisions that need to be made and there's going to be disagreements in the church there will always be that because we're sinful we're frail and we're not on the other side yet in heaven so we're always going to have these issues that we got to work through but in the midst of all of it lean into Christ for it was Jesus who went in to our decisions into our disagreements and he died upon the cross and he bore everything for us so that he can say it is finished over our lives and help us to grow in that so that we can be free to be all that God has called us to be God bless We are so glad that you joined us today. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can join us for further studying of the word. Have a blessed day.